0: everyone welcome to another episode of what the dementia by bamboo care i'm your host brianna wilson i'm a certified dementia practitioner and the founder of bamboo care where you can find us at letsbamboo.com. so this episode is a this is nothing new but needs to be said type of podcast episode so a big hot topic within dementia care is the stages of dementia many caregivers find themselves wanting to know What are the stages of dementia and what stage is my partner in? And there's nothing wrong with that. I personally think understanding the stages of dementia is important, but there are three main things that you have to, have to, have to understand or you're setting yourself up for confusion, okay? But before we get into today's topic, I want to remind you that we do have a webinar coming up on Tuesday, February 20th at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time called Navigating Sexual Expression in Dementia Care. You can purchase your ticket at letsbamboo.com events, or you can get complimentary access to the webinar by joining the Paw Pass tier of the treehouse at letsbamboo.com treehouse. There will also be a replay available, so even if you can't make it live, that is perfectly fine. Just be sure to register so that you can have access to that replay, okay? Now, if you happen to be listening to this after our webinar has already passed, no worries. All of our webinar replays live inside the treehouse under the Paw Pass. So if you're interested, you can join us there. Okay. But if you want to learn more about this webinar, please visit letsbamboocom events. And you can also grab your ticket there. We are covering a lot of important information that's important for caregivers to know. All caregivers to know no matter what role you play. So I highly, highly encourage you to invest in this webinar so that you can learn more about sexual expression in dementia care. And a big topic that we're going to be covering besides inappropriate sexual behaviors and how to manage those is consent, okay? Which is super important to understand. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into today's topic. So if you aren't familiar with the stages of dementia, There's the seven-stage models, and there's the three-stage models. So if you hear early, middle, late, or mild, moderate, severe, those are the three-stage models. If you hear stage four, stage five, six, and seven, those stages are a part of the seven-stage models, okay? Now, we aren't going to be going through the stages of dementia in this podcast episode, If you're interested in that aspect of the topic though, I've already done podcast episodes on stages 1 through 7 and I'll link those in the podcast notes, okay? But in this podcast episode, we're going to be focusing on the three things that you need to know and understand about the stages, okay? Okay, so number one is that most staging tools were developed with Alzheimer's disease in mind. So if we think of the global deterioration scale, Or the functional assessment staging tool. These are both seven-stage models for staging dementia, but really, Alzheimer's disease specifically. If you try to apply these scales to other types of dementia, you may find that, hmm, things don't quite align. It's important to understand that each type of dementia progresses a bit different, especially in the early and middle stages you would be better off researching what is the progression of fill-in-the-blank dementia. That way you can learn about the specific progression of the type of dementia your partner has and not just to focus on stages that are often only reflective of Alzheimer's disease, okay? However, I will say that in the late stages of disease progression, Most types of dementias begin to look a lot alike, and that's because true dementia is neurodegenerative, and so with neurodegenerative dementia, the brain is slowly dying. At some point, the brain will have sustained so much damage that by the late stages, the function of the person will look about the same. But even then, there will still be some variances, which brings me to my next point. Number two. The stages of dementia are not meant to be this rigid guide. It's honestly not even necessary to pinpoint what stage your partner is in. Why? Because we care for people, not stages. And everyone will progress through the stages differently. And some people will have symptoms, others don't, and vice versa. However, your partner presents, whether they follow the stages or typical progression of that type of dementia, you will have to learn how to adapt and care for them accordingly. Okay? However, when you are first learning about dementia, staging can be helpful because it will help you wrap your mind around the general progression of dementia and help you to understand that it is progressive. And while some things will be retained, Other skills and abilities will be lost. And it helps you mentally prepare and plan ahead. It honestly helps to reduce the shock factor of it all. Because for some people, it does end up being shocking. Especially if you only think of dementia as memory loss. Which is important to know that dementia is so much more than just memory loss. And in fact, memory loss may not always be one of the initial or early symptoms of other types of dementia beyond Alzheimer's disease, okay? Another reason staging is useful is because if you can generally figure out what stage of dementia your partner's in, you will find a lot of guidance online about activities and care strategies that may be most relevant to your partner living with dementia. For example, some of the techniques that we can use with someone in the middle stages of dementia are not necessarily the same techniques that we would use with people in the early stages of dementia, and vice versa. The activities that may be enjoyable for someone in the middle to late stages of dementia may seem juvenile and pointless to people in the early stages of dementia, and the activities that are appropriate and enjoyable for people in the early stages may be too complex and need modification and adaptations to be accessible to those in the later stages of dementia. So being aware of this can be helpful. However, I want to make sure that you also know that your partner may seemingly fluctuate back and forth between stages, especially depending on the type of dementia. So some days, your partner may be functioning at a higher level than. Other days, okay? And this causes a lot of confusion for caregivers as well because it's like, oh, well, I thought they were stage six, but today they're kind of functioning more as if they were in stage five. But then, yeah, sometimes I'm confused because sometimes they don't really display symptoms of stage six or things that are characteristic of stage six. So, what are they? And again, this is where I point out that it doesn't really matter because we care for the person, not the stage. So you have to learn to adapt to your person's symptoms and behaviors as they present themselves, okay? The third thing that I need you to understand is that people with dementia will also progress through the different phases and stages of dementia at varying rates. Caregivers often want to know, well, how long does this stage last? How long does that stage last? But the reality is, though you will see estimations floating around on the internet, the rate of progression varies by the type of dementia and by the individual person. Everyone's journey is truly unique. So some people will progress seemingly faster. Some people will progress seemingly slower. And the majority of the time, the actual cause of the dementia symptoms is unable to be determined for progressive forms of dementia. If we better understood this, there would be a cure, right? So realistically, we don't always know what factors are at play that may be influencing someone's progression and symptoms. So let's say that through a rule-out process, doctors determined that the person has Alzheimer's disease. But what actually caused the Alzheimer's disease? If you say, well, isn't it the neurofibrillary plaques and tangles in the brain? I would say, "Mm, maybe, but what caused those to form in the first place? Usually neurofibrillary plaques and tangles form as a protective response to inflammation. So what's causing the inflammation? This is what doctors sometimes have a hard time figuring out And others don't put much effort into figuring out or don't even know that that's something they should be figuring out, honestly. Do you see my point? So there's that. And then also, people with dementia can also have comorbidities. So if they also have a heart, lung, or kidney issue, cancer, diabetes, depression, those conditions may have their own influence on how the person progresses through their dementia. People may also go through things like falls, hospitalizations, surgeries, the loss of someone close to them, like a spouse, that can seemingly change how the person is progressing. It's not so black and white, okay? But those are the three things that I really wanted you to understand about the stages of dementia, because the stages cause a lot of confusion for a lot of caregivers. And I don't want you to be confused anymore, so I really do hope that this clears things up a bit. If you find our podcast helpful, please consider leaving us a review to help other dementia caregivers find the podcast. And of course, if anyone has any questions, comments, or future podcast requests, you can send us an email at podcast at whatthedementia.com or contact us through letsbamboo.com. Also, don't forget to sign up for our upcoming webinar at letsbamboo.com slash events. If you already missed the webinar, no worries. You can grab a paw pass at letsbamboo.com slash treehouse, and all of our webinar replays are there. So thank you so much for joining us on another episode of What the Dementia by Bamboo Care. We look forward to catching you on the next episode. Take care. And until next time, stay strong, care on, and remember, you are not alone. Bamboo Care is always here.